this is the Mr. J Underground Podcast Network. Recorded Hideaway Studios, Hemlock, Michigan. You're chilling with Mr. J. Mr. J. I'm Mr. J. The Chillin' with Mr. J podcast contains language not suitable for children. Also, the thoughts expressed by Mr. J in the Chillin' with Mr. J podcast are that of only Mr. J. All right, today, Chillin' with Mr. J, we are with Jeff LaFond, DJ Supreme. That's what I know you as, man. (laughs) Spinning tunes and having a good time all over town from uh, way back when. You probably think that's kind of weird because we're doing a basketball podcast with a DJ and a cook. But that's right. kind of that's kind of the shit we're doing. It's basically if you got a beard and you're under six foot and you might like <laughs> basketball, you're a pro on this episode here, man. So uh, how you doing, dude? I'm doing pretty good myself. I was kind of excited to have a reason to talk about sports for no reason, <laughs> you know. That's just what I mean. Stupid, stupid, stupid nonsense. But at least it gives us a reason, you know, with the Jordan yeah. doc and all. I've been watching all kinds of basketball movies and watching that, obviously. And then you think about, I, don't, I mean, I'm 40 years old, so 90 to 2000 is basically like the prime time basketball for me, just because that's like yeah, your I, age. Your age, you I'm know, you're 10 to 20, and it's like oh, perfect, you know. I'm 38, so that's about right where I'm right pretty, in there. Pretty close then. Yeah, close then. My first actual hoops memory is like Pistons winning like eight, you know, the bad boys, obviously I was yeah. like eight or nine. I'd have to go to my grandma's to stay up late enough to watch them. Cause you know, they were obviously in LA and they were on late and yep. delayed or whatever, but I would always go over there. And that's like my first basketball memory is the bad boys. Obviously that's pretty much, I'm sure if you're in Michigan and you're around our age, that's probably why you start loving basketball is the bad boys. <laughs> Have you ever seen that the year before the Pistons went back to back and they called that foul on Jabbar on and Lambeer? And it was a pretty questionable call at best. Yeah. But I mean yep. it was Lambeer, you know. They could have had three, maybe. We'll get this out of the way. If you're giving me a list of winning a game, it's gonna be Jordan. I mean, he's on the list, he's tops, you can't really argue with Yeah, I mean, yeah. Picking picking my two wasn't hard either way. Uh, that's <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> I mean, like, you get Jordan, or maybe you could go with Kobe, but I think if you face off Jordan against Kobe, Jordan's going to win. It's kind of like Yoda against anybody, you know? He just finds a way to win because he's the master Jedi. Not that Kobe wouldn't give him fits, but he would come out victorious. I just always rooted against Jordan because they changed, in my opinion, they changed the rules because he was crying, and he was obviously the next guy, you know? He was the NBA's... Mm-hmm. He, you know, he was going to be like Mike, Gatorade, Air Jordan, all that. So I get it. But like, yeah, he, yeah, they changed it You where to ne- the next year when he won. It, they make it on the documentary seem like he was like doing push-ups and sit-ups and lifting weights to beat the Pistons where maybe he was working harder. But they also made it so you couldn't follow like that anymore. And that helped him out a lot, too. You know, which yeah. right or wrong, right or wrong, how you like the bad boys, they did play within the rules, you know. Yeah, what I what I like to say is... uh They were masters of playing in the gray areas of rules. You know what I mean? Exactly. They were just inside of them. Like, "Eh, maybe, okay, yes, you're inside of them, but you look a little shitty, but they're like, we're still inside of them. Right. Exactly. (laughs) 
no matter what you're doing when you're shooting a paper in the basket or you're doing anything or pretending you're taking someone to the lane just walking down the hallway you stick your tongue out and you hold your arm up and you know you're like be like mike back when that was the thing yeah that was it also it was kind of cool watching that and like it's kind of weird how they wait for like the perfect time to pull this out all of a sudden the quarantine and like it's just crazy like the perfect time for every single there's nothing going on but michael everyone can watch this like, like how the hell is jordan behind coronavirus <laughs> is, is he can we uh, is he i mean i don't want to say it i don't want no one after me but shit man it seems crazy that's, that's not any more far-fetched than theories i have heard <laughs> well i mean yeah you, who knows with anything but i mean i think it's more yeah. because lebron is starting to get up and he's like hey don't forget about me like kobe died so everybody talked about you know everybody was rem- reminiscent about kobe's lifetime for a month or so yeah. there you know with all which certainly so but that was yeah. kind of like his eulogy and then the nba season was going on where lebron was basically just having his way with everybody and then now all of a sudden jordan's like well you guys are forgetting about me remember what i did in the 90s i beat everybody's ass you know yeah so i mean he wasn't by himself i think he was always by himself but i mean pippen rodman horace grant all those centers he was by himself he was losing when he was by him i mean you know back in the early mid 80s when he had no help i mean he was taking him to the playoffs and he was that was it i mean he was great but he just didn't have any help you know yeah, I mean, for sure. Like, I mean, but that's what, I mean, it's, it's not, it's like that for anybody. I mean, you need, yep. except for maybe LeBron. I mean, that's, I, I, I like old school basketball. 90s is my fan. I mostly, every kind of bar argument about sports I've gotten in for the last 10 years has been me deciding with LeBron just because Jordan people get so mad. You know what I mean? It's kind of, it's just like a fun you know, thing to do. Cause I, I, I can't, for me, you can't compare eras. It's impossible. It's just too hard. Jordan was the 90s. Take your pick, yeah, Magic, Magic Bird, Isaiah for 80s, you know, Kobe, then LeBron. I mean, yep. that's just, you can't really, unless you can see them playing each other in their prime, like physically do it, which you can't, you know, you'll never know. Yeah, I feel like Kobe and LeBron are like the greatest of this era, yep. you know, maybe later on after Jordan, um, maybe, you know, a lot of people hate on LeBron. And when people act like he doesn't even belong in the same conversation of Jordan, I think that's crazy. I mean, he belongs in the com- he belongs in the conversation. He just doesn't win. You know what I mean? Like he, no, he, serves- just, he just doesn't have that. He's I mean, not, he doesn't. He's he not going to be like, "Fuck target. you, Jeff. You suck at basketball. This is my team." He's going to be like, "Hey, man, let's do." You know, he's just a different. He doesn't have that killer edge yeah, that they Kobe used to, and Jordan they used to hate each other back then. Nobody liked Jordan at all. I mean, it doesn't sound like other than the people that he was winning with. But Bird. Bird used to talk about that too. He'd be like, you know, we were, I couldn't be friends with the guy that was on a different team. You know, and they're all like that now. Yeah, that's but that's social media. That's just our times. Yep. Like I was the same way. I mean, oh, internet. But now, I mean, we just just a part of our lives, and it is what it is. You got to learn it, or you just can't get you can't yep. get through. You know. Starting in the nineties, we'll do. Uh, we'll just go through each position, and then we'll just pick our pick and do. Uh, you know, if we agree, we agree. I think we know what our two our two is. Our shooting guard is locked up. We kind of just talked about that, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not going with Jordan. Oh, you're not. Okay. I mean, I I just said Jordan. If I'm winning one game, I'm giving it to Jordan. He's the he's my goat greatest player. Like he's the Tom Brady, whatever you want to call him. I like this. So where are you I, going with it? I give him that. So I didn't have Jordan, or I didn't have any Bulls teams on either list I had. I'll just here since you didn't do a teams list, I'll throw you some teams that I had on my list. The top five, no order. Top five '90s teams that just off my memory. I didn't Google. I just 
remembered. The right. Suns team with obviously Barkley. We're both Barkley guys. Oh yeah. That lost to Jordan. That I thought that was the. T- I thought Jordan was done. I thought it was it, man. I thought Barkley was gonna get him. I thought he was gonna punch someone in the face. He just I fell. I was up. so disappointed. <laughs> Dude, I was my best. Two of my best friends at the time. We always played basketball. They were Jordan fans. I couldn't even watch that last game with them. And then they they came down after he won, and they were like on a moped riding together and like talking shit to me. And I was like trying to hold back tears and shit, you know. Yeah, I was. I was really upset that's that's one of my all-times and you got kevin johnson and dan marley and all those guys you know it's an underrated team yeah great team but everybody was underrated because they just couldn't beat jordan you know pippen was underrated you know so another one another one let's see if you think remember these guys the hornets with grandmama and alonzo morning like it'd be early 90s um, I love those yeah, teams. And Bugsy Bogues. Bugsy Bogues. Actually, wasn't uh, Del Curry was on that team, wasn't yep. he? Yep. Yeah, the sixth man. Oh, that was a great team. And you know what you know, I noticed? Even though the, the Hornets back then never really won a championship or got real far into the playoffs, their stuff was all over the place back then. Their oh. jackets, their hats, everything. Those purple and teal pinstripe jerseys and coats were pretty cool, man. They're pretty, pretty Those were cool. Um, and then obviously Grandma Ma had his shoes. He was like, like right, you know, Jordan obviously just started with MJ, and he was like jumping on that buying a shoe thing. And Grandma Ma just was. I was. I remember Grandma Ma was huge. That's why I loved Larry Johnson. I like those. I like those commercials. Those were funny. Yeah, he was like he was like uh, like Mrs. Doubtfire, but the NBA version. You know, he was another one of those guys that was um, supposedly way shorter than they tried to put him at, like Barkley. He was yep. another one of those guys where he was actually shorter than they listed him. I don't know why they did that with certain guys. Okay, another team, the Magics. The Magic, obviously, Shaq and Penny. Oh, that was, yeah, that was that, too bad that the team, team didn't get to mature. Yeah. 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 It's too bad Penny got hurt and all that. But then, they, okay, then another one they talked about on the Bulls, Doc, the Pacers, Reggie Miller. Um, those teams were just, they were like those tough, like a bad boys team. You know, they had the well, Dale those- and... Nick Dale Pace. Davis. Those New York Nick Pacer battles were brutal. Epic, epic games. Nineties, yeah. fun to watch basketball for me. But also that comes with that's just when we were kids and we had basketball cards and shit. So that's going to be everybody's best. Yeah, I don't think they do that anymore with the cards. I haven't I seen that. It's, it's been a thing for a while. My last nineties team is going to be the late nineties: Chris Webber, Paige Stoyakovich, White Chocolate, Mike Bibby, Sacramento oh, Kings. Swats. You mean you mean the team that was screwed out of the two thousand two finals? Yeah, by the Lakers. <laughs> it wasn't the Lakers, but no, it was um, the refs screwed them. Yeah, it was the Lakers though. It, they were playing the Lakers, but the refs screwed them. The refs took care of that one. Okay, so we're going to run through now. We'll do our teams. I just wanted to get those out of the way, just because nineties teams. I like them. We'll start at point guard, and we'll go to center, and we'll do our, this is the Chillin' with Mr. J's top five 90s starting five. So we'll start with point guard. Who you got? John Stockton, my point guard for the 90s, I think. Like, you go back and, like, you know, I, I listen to, you know, all this basketball stuff, but they say, man, like, he shot so good, but he, like, never shot. You know, no. he was, like, the actual, he was a legit point guard, you know. Yeah. He didn't want to like, shoot at all. I think I remember hearing that sometimes the coach was even like, man, you should score a little more, <laughs> you know, like, because yeah. he was just making everyone else I, better. I like uh, I like Kevin Johnson was one of my favorites just because of those Barkley and Suns teams. Um, I was, was like KJ back in the day and because of uh, NBA Jam. So <laughs> KJ would be my guy. So we'll give a shout out to him. Shooting guard for me is where you, I'm sure you probably got Jordan. It sounds like. I picked, I mean, I when I was a kid, I hated Jordan. 
When I grew up, I learned to respect him. And I do have have Jordan. 100%. I agree, but 90s, I'm going Reggie Miller. That's a fine selection. I hated Pistons. I hated the Pacers, like, obviously, Brawl in later days. But 90s, when the Pistons were irrelevant, I just rooted for whoever could beat Jordan, mostly. And then Reggie Miller, he was talking shit. He was, like, the Knicks. Like you said, those Knicks battles were just, you know, he would just get the ball and fire it up. So that's who I got as my... Shooting guard, him and Jordan, obviously. Jordan's better, but, you know, I mean, it is what it is. So, this is where it's going to get a little weird because I have three players, and two of them are power forwards. One's a center, but I'm going to squeeze one in to a small forward just because. So, I'm going to put Barkley at small forward. I Okay. Just because I want him in my starting lineup, and I know he's probably like a power forward, but when you hear my other two, you'll get it. Barkley could shoot a little bit. Back then, you didn't have to. He was he was running the floor. He was like one of those early oh, run the floor bigs. Of, you know, he would dunk and run the floor and get out he of the was wing. One of the first power power forwards to run coast to coast, really. So we're I mean, gonna use my '90s lineup with a new style of basketball. How's that? So we're gonna put Barkley at my three. Who you got? Uh, mine was actually interesting. Because it was only for a certain amount of time. But I actually went at the three. I went Grant Hill. Uh, I thought about that. I thought you about know, that. You know, and it's mostly because of his, his career before his injuries. But, like, he was, I mean, he was averaging, like, 22 points a game. Like, six or seven assists. And also, like, six or seven rebounds. I mean, he was, you know. He, he was good, dude. Like, yeah. inj- injuries obviously ruined him. And the Pistons changing to shitty colors didn't help his fucking career. Oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> which is which is a downfall of the Pistons for me then. But like I said, I was a teenager. So I was like, oh, it's so stupid. Why would you do that? But and the, but obviously, Grant Hill was, he was, injuries, I mean, ruined him. He was phenomenal. Phenomenal. But, so I almost didn't. But that's who I went with at my three for the 90s. My that's four good. is Barkley. Yeah. So. I we could we could do either, but I got my four, which Barkley either one. He's got to be in there somewhere. My four, I got Rodman. I always love Rodman because of Bad Boys, but like watching that documentary, you didn't realize they probably don't win three. They probably don't win two. They maybe win one of the second three if they don't have Rodman. Yeah, Rodman was ridiculous. I mean, he was, I mean he was just athletic and to do it that long and just to be crazy. So I got him as my four, my power Very forward. Cool. My center, which I would assume maybe you, I would assume you have. I got Shaq as my center. If Shaq wasn't a Laker, if Shaq didn't go to the Lakers, he would probably be my all-time favorite player over Barkley. But my hatred for the Lakers holds Shaq down just from taking that top spot. But Shaq was the shit. I don't care. Whatever. He was. I just watched Blue Chips two nights ago. Um, Shaq, <laughs> I saw that movie in theaters. <laughs> Shaq could get the ball and dribble and go behind the back and get up the he floor. Could. And he was Giannis back then, but he was People also a forget. center that would elbow you and dunk right on your face People hard. People forget about the young, agile Shaq now, I feel like. Yeah, unappreciated. He was just a, he was just a monster. He's who, I, he's who I went with, too. Actually, Olajuwon was really close. But yeah. since Olajuwon, once again, was kind of getting older already in the 90s, I went with Shaq. And I mean, Olajuwon did beat Shaq. One of my best friends, we've been having this debate since 1993 or four or whatever, Olajuwon won it. Right, yeah. Olajuwon, the best center, and Olajuwon was great, and I'll give him credit that you can say that, and he did beat him one-on-one, but overall work, I mean, you can't argue with Shaq as just, I mean, like, does Kobe become Kobe without Shaq? Maybe eventually, but... You look at Shaq's numbers when he was in, like, those... Like, when he started until, let's say, 
early 2000s when the Pistons ended him. Yeah, right. He was he had some unbelievable runs, man. Like just he, dominant. He was like. Yeah, and it's ironic that two of my favorite players are Shaq and Barkley, and they're on the same NBA show. Oh no, yeah, I love that they're comedic. It's funny because they they throw jabs at each other all the time too. Yeah, but that's like that's how like if you know if you're with your friends you know really well, or I'm with my friends, you talk shit and say things yeah. like that. That's just how it is. That's how dudes they're hang just out. doing it on TV, and it's funny. It's yeah, great. I agree. It, it makes it makes you believe it, you know. It's like now, now what? Now there's no, now those documentaries are going to be ruined forever because that was a pretty good doc. They kept you, you knew what was going to, you knew the outcome of everything, and it was still good to watch, other than some stories and stuff. But most of it was already knowledge that you knew. I mean, I knew they would make it look to seem like Jordan. You know, it obviously would favor Jordan. I personally thought the Bulls were always whiny bitches, and they whined, and it showed that even when they were winning <laughs> championships, they were still whining and fighting they with were, each other. They were whining and bickering like women bicker would if they were right. And you- like it just proved my point. And I thought that before that, so I was like, oh, you know, I just it proves it. Nowadays, there's cameras around constantly. Those guys fart, and they know what it smells like. On, you, you even know what it smells like, you know? Yeah. Social media is crazy. Like, you, like those guys got away with a lot probably back then. But And rightly so, though, you know? For I sure. think sometimes it goes too far. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... That's the thing. Like, you just... You play... Like, if you've ever played basketball, no matter... Just out back in the driveway with your friends or your family or in a team or whatever you know once you start playing it gets a little like you don't want to like hurt people but like you want to like you know what i mean like you start trying to make shots and get a little swagger and like start talking shit and you do a little bit and that that comes from strictly jordan like we all do it because jordan did it that's where we saw it and that's that's why we do it if we if we think that or not he really kind of changed the whole like he was a game changer like i feel like he was like you know, as far as with the dunking, he was like Julius Irvin back in the day, but only he had a lot of other skills. Yeah, he I mean, could do it all. <laughs> he, and played defense. He was a great defender. I think the one year, I think he won Defensive Player of the Year and MVP one year. Yeah, he was always on, he was always like defensive first or second team pretty much yeah. every year of his career. I mean, he's, he was just, yeah. And I like that he's a real guy and that he's kind of a prick because the starting quarterback or the college all-pro or the all-star professional athlete, they're usually kind of dickheads because that's just that little extra edge you have to have to be a little... That's why it's... You, always, you have to think you're better, you know what I mean? You have to have the comp, You have to have the most confidence in the world. And you have, to, you have to portray it because to you can't let no one else make you think you're not. Yeah. To play at that level, you just have to be confident as hell. Like... Yeah. I mean, even if you're not the best, you should think you're the best almost. It's like, I I, I liked how it was real. And I liked there was some stuff like I liked how they showed Reggie Miller's like hatred for Jordan. But those guys are probably like best friends now. So but like, you know, I would have liked to see Isaiah. The Isaiah stuff is fascinating to me. Like those guys hating each other. Like all those teams hate each other because they played basketball against each other. And it sounds so petty and stupid. Like they're not shaking hands like the Celtics and the Pistons. The yeah, Pistons and the Bulls, yeah. and then the Bulls and that. And then they showed on um, that last doc, I thought it was, I, I you know, happened to catch. After they won their last one, Carl Malone came on the bus and shook every single player's hand on the Bulls. And like he came back to Jordan and was like, good job, and shook every player's hand on the way out of the bus as they were leaving the arena. 
after they just won. Well, that's actually pretty cool. It is. It is. It's cool. But like I'm saying, yeah. like you don't. They don't say about that stuff back in the day. They just make it sound like it was just a mean and everybody hated each other. They hated yeah. each other while you were playing because that's they how they respected any- each other. Though. I mean, me and you could go start playing ping pong for two hours, and by hour number two, we're going to, like, start to, like... Talk shit. <laughs> talk shit and get into it and be like, all right, if he does this, I know he can't get that, so I'm going to try to go there. And yeah, You know what yeah. I mean? That's just, that's just natural manly instincts of sports and competition. I mean, you think about Jordan, and you think about, okay, cut from the varsity squad, make, gets better, gets to North Carolina, becomes even better, game-winning yeah. shot. Okay, gets to the NBA, struggles, gets even better. Okay, you know, I mean, that's all that. Like, the struggle is what they like. They People see LeBron, and they see high school. TV cameras there when you're 16 yeah. years old already. Um, Oh, what, who, what did he do to deserve it? What did he do? And then it's just... They already hate the attention he gets, It's right. just, but... I mean, he can't help what times he was born in. I'm sure if he was born, if him and Jordan flipped times, they would still be just as great. They would be a great in their time just like they are. It wouldn't be no different. I mean, LeBron would actually probably have to play football because he'd be too fucking big for basketball. That's what, you know, when people say that, when people say that LeBron couldn't handle it physically back in the day, they're crazy. The guy's built like a linebacker. Now, mentally, mentally, he might struggle a little bit, but I think he would adjust. Yeah, the mental toughness is where (laughs) the problems is. But, like, as far as he is the as far as athlete anywhere i don't care if you want to get dan and dave in the mix lebron is the if you tell me you can pick any athlete specimen you can be and you will build your body that way i'm just saying make me fucking lebron james and i'm good i don't need to i don't need to take this or that from anybody just he is a just a <laughs> something man i agree with that uh, and it's just it's like and that's the thing like you can't you can't compare times because the technology and how they take care of their bodies and all that stuff. If, if you would have told Jordan, hey, man, if you sit out 10 games a season scattered throughout the year and you can win four more championships, I guarantee you he does it. Right. Yeah. If, if but but that, just... that wasn't a thing back then. You got you got like a badge of honor for playing your whole seat, playing the whole season and playing all the playoffs and not missing a game. It was like it was like MVP status. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Exactly. Like people really respected that. We had a pretty good run there through the '90s basketball. That was pretty. I think we did okay. <laughs> we pretty much covered all the squads. We we just kept wanting to go back to the bad boys, which aren't the '90s. But I think I'm just bitter that Jordan ended the bad boys. Oh I think, yeah. I, I think that comes why I hate Jordan so much is he did. It was David Stern, I think, back then, wasn't he? Just starting. Oh yeah, he David 90s. Stern loved Michael Jordan. <laughs> he would just he would just do whatever he wanted and hand out hand jobs to the Bulls and <laughs> whatever. Like I said, I mean, I, you you make it sound like people make it sound like oh, you feel bad for Jordan. He's so alone. He can't go nowhere. Man, whatever. You don't feel bad for being the best basketball player ever. Shoes still to this day that people. Like, people have a the blind obsession over Jordan, I think, mostly because of shoes. I'm going to say, I know a lot of shoe heads are going to get mad at me, but, like, not that Jordan wasn't great or a great basketball player, but you remember him being, like, invincible on his own, and it's all because of shoes. I mean, he had great players his whole career. Without Scottie Pippen, I mean, even Jordan said it. Without Scottie Pippen, there's no Jordan. Without Jordan, there's no Scottie Pippen. I agree with that. And without Rodman... For the end of the 90s, I don't think there's Jordan or Scottie Pippen because they probably only got three or four instead of six. So now you're talking Jordan and Pippen are right there with LeBron and Kobe and Shaq and all them guys. So they're not there's not that separation. It's now you got a debate, you know. It's a debate that's gonna go on probably forever. It's just one of those things you can't really compare because eras and times and athletes are different. 
I just wanted to get this little basketball podcast out. Um, we kind of did it in a hurry. We didn't have much planning behind it. Um, I just wanted to talk about some hoops because the last dance and all that stuff was bringing up all my memories of my favorite time of basketball, which is the 90s NBA. If you love Jordan, you hate Jordan, you probably don't care either way. Um, he is the greatest. His determination and his will to win will probably never be matched. Um, his focus on only winning is probably his greatest attribute. And like you said, if you're a Bad Boys fan like myself or a Jordan fan, if you were playing hoops and you were out in the backyard, you were probably shooting buckets with your tongue out. I want to thank my guest today, DJ Jeff LaFond. We just chatted some 90s. I basically got a hold of him because we both love Charles Barkley. So thanks to him. I want to do some kind of roundtable stuff when I can start getting some people together and actually have discussions with groups of people. But with times as they are, the Skype is the way to go. So I've just been, you know, Skyping up with people who want to Skype. If you would like to chill with Mr. J, you can email at Mr. Dot J Catering 365 at Gmail. You can call 989-493-0440. And as always, I ask you to follow all the chillin' at chillin' underscore with underscore Mr. underscore J. That's chillin' with Mr. J and all the fucking underscores on Instagram. So until next time, peace, love, and sanity. Remember... When you're shooting hoops, it's okay to be like Mike or be like Mr. J. Just stick that tongue out and get buckets. Oh, yeah! Stick the tongue out works. First one down on the Hoops Basketball Podcast. Did it call backboard, but I'll take it. <coughs> this is the Mr. J Underground Podcast Network. Peace out. Better call me back, sucker.